Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Risque with Roxy and Ruby. I'm Roxy and I have an unapologetic approach to everything I do. Y yo soy Ruby, a traditional woman with a modern perspective on life. We're going to be talking about social media, hot topics, pop culture, relationships, politics, sports, and everything in between. Buckle up. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Prepare for takeoff. Three, two, one. Welcome, guys, to Risque with Roxy. And today, uh, my boy, the homo homie, is está compartiendo conmigo. Hi, baby. Well, well, hey, what's up? What's up? And we also, I'm super excited about today's show porque we have a, a very beautiful, talented woman, like, full of life, full of fashion. You probably uh, remember her from Love & Hip Hop. and But there's so much more. You know, the other day, somebody gave me um, an onion and was like, this is, it was like symbolic to just how human beings have so many layers, layers. to them, okay, right? yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I feel like you, our guest, is one of those women that just has a lot of layers to her. And there's so much more to her just being on Love & Hip Hop and being married to somebody. It's She's awesome. And her name is Amina Butterfly. <laughs> Welcome up, to the girl? show, girl. Thank you, guys. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. Musician, author, fitness enthusiast, celeb mm-hmm. mom. Yep. I mean, you you pretty much do a lot of stuff. A lot of things. Yes, and it feels like that too. My my everyday, you know, <laughs> is just crazy. Um, there's not really like I mean I guess there is kind of a routine that I have now balancing motherhood and my you know my passion and my music and everything. But um, it's just um, every day is different from the next. So I never yeah, know. and you've been doing music for a while now, right? All my life, pretty All much. That's life. where I started. You know, that's how I ended up in America, just singing. I was in an R&B group with my sisters, and we grew up in Germany, born and raised, and then um, yeah, ended up in New York. Um, we I moved there actually when I was nineteen. And How did that happen? How did you go from <laughs> Germany to New York? Because, you know, the music business, this is now 16 years ago. At the time, Man. the music business in Germany was just, we hated it. We hated the music that was popular, that was successful there. Um, all the labels, because we did have a deal over there, too. They wanted us to sing dance, techno, and all that stuff that we hated. And we were into 90s R&B and the stuff that came uh-huh. from America. Like so, very EDM stuff over there? Oh my God, yeah. I just, <laughs> we kind of escaped, tried to escape that and go to the place that created the music that we love, which was, you know, New American, York. yeah, American style R&B, like just those R&B groups that mm-hmm. we grew up listening to. And so we just booked a ticket to New York and, um, you know, in, in the beginning it was a lot of back and forth between Germany and New York and then we ended up just staying because... We felt much more understood as artists and musicians, and yeah. yeah. And so, Amina, your name is Amina Panky, but you're known as Amina Butterfly. Like, how did right. that happen? Because my group why, that why? I used to be in with my sisters, our group name was Black Butterfly. So, um, actually, when I started the TV show that most people know me from, Love and Hip Hop, what season was that? Um, I started season four, and okay. Love, and, Love and Hip Hop New York, New yeah. York, New yeah. York, New York. Um, is that like the roughest Love and Hip Hop? Honestly, I'm not like a huge. A viewer of the franchise Love and Hip Hop, like I hear right, about it, right. and you know, yeah. but I'm not like all into it. Like Ditto. the way the way I was into Celia on Telemundo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. you know, I love Celia Cruz. I would, I went, I like binged on Netflix really? until I finished it, and mm-hmm. I cried. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> like I knew Celia Cruz was gonna, yeah. But anyways, um, Love and Hip Hop season four, four. New I did York? four, five, six, and seven. Dang. Oh what? Yeah, you were on season. So you were on four seasons. Four seasons. Yeah. How do you? What would you say um, made you get recasted? Because sometimes people only do one season and that's it. You know, our first season was so crazy. I think it's one of the craziest storylines in the history of all love and hip hop ever. Um, So 
it just that they had to bring us back. I mean, there was no other choice. Like the producers just like because it, it, it wasn't over yet. Like so much happened in the first season that we did, including pregnancies. And ba- I announced the pregnancy with my oldest daughter. On Corey, the, who's yes, in the house. Yes, here. Beautiful. But yeah, um, it was just so real. And that's what I say about Love and Hip Hop New York. I just feel like it's probably the realest one. Out of all of the love and hip hop, got you. Because that New York attitude also is just like real. You say it's yeah. pelos de la lengua. You it's say it how front. it is. Like, I always get people that think I'm a New Yorker all the time. Oh yeah, uh-huh. you're a New Yorker. Yeah. Do I just give off the New <laughs> York do. vibe or what? Yes, you do. I need. You know what I need? And I kind of came to this conclusion the other day. I, I I think I need. I think I need me like an East Coast man that could really just like mm, yes. like like. An, I li- I think I need that energy because I feel like West Coast guys sometimes are too laid back for my personality. Yeah, I just want yeah. a guy <laughs> yeah. that yeah. can just like dominate <laughs> me like in a good way. You're definitely a New Yorker. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> Amina said no. A lot of my East Coast friends that are just like, dude, I would have thought for sure like you mm-hmm. were you were a East Coast girl until you say, dude. I'm like, oh, uh, that gives it away. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh so, so I mean, do you, because, you know, I've, I've met a few people on the Love and Hip Hop uh, mm-hmm. franchises um, throughout different cities. D- would you say that was a good move for your career? Or, or like, um, no, did you do I it for the exposure? It. Or did you do I it did. because... Initially, it um, works though. Like, yeah, it, 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 if you stand out in those shows, it works. For me, I mean, I uh, when I had the opportunity, I was like, Oh my God, I just saw all the positive things that can happen from this. This mm-hmm. is going to be great. Um, you know, my music, I've been doing music for so long, and um, people finally going to really recognize me. I'm going to have the audience. <laughs> it's all the good things. I just looked at the positive. Especially when Not you're coming really, from another country, too. Right. So it's like, man. Not really like anticipating all the, all the negative that came with it, too. Um, but, you know, I was, so I was really surprised in a bad way when the first season aired just because of the hate that came at me that I wasn't expecting. What kind and of hate came at you? Because I didn't, I didn't see that. I season. felt like the world hated me. Like Why? Because you're beautiful and you're smart? I wasn't used smart? to it. No, because I was, uh, the way I was being portrayed and the way I w- came in the picture and into the storyline was like I was pretty much the, uh, the other woman and I was like a homeworker and people oh. just didn't like that I came uh, you know, I was dealing with a man who already had a family and all that stuff. So Gotta it just looked <laughs> bad and it looked much worse than it was. I mean, it was yeah. a really bad situation, but, you know, TV makes it always of makes course. It more you extreme. Gotta, in Spanish, we say, la gregas más crema so, los tacos. Yeah. You add a little bit more sour <laughs> yeah. cream to the tacos. Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I'm not denying that it was a bad, messed up situation. And But at the same time, now, years later, I don't regret it. Yeah, I good. don't regret That's the real good. life part of it or doing the show because I still now take the positive that came with it, which is now I do have a much bigger fan base and now it's kind of turned around and people starting to see the real me and who I really am and I love that and you know the more I just display my real life even just on social media it's like I get like people really like understand like who I really am and that's also part of the reason I wrote a book you know yeah and your book is titled The Other The Other Woman The Other Woman Mm -hmm. yes I was like wow that title is just captivating not just because of that situation that happened on TV but just I felt like my whole life, relationships that I've been in, men that I've loved, I've always, in some way, shape, or form, I had to deal with another woman. Every man that I've loved in my life, there was another woman's, you know, either it was an ex or someone he cheated on me with or, um, you know, like someone that was there that was, at the end, the reason that I wasn't with the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like lots of women have you know always how felt, that is. Yeah, like, have you always... Because you're beautiful. You're, you. I could... You know, I, I guess maybe because you're beautiful, because you're smart, that it always would intimidate past Very women. Much. Corey's like, I want in on this interview, too. <laughs> okay, you gotta wait, okay? One second, I'm gonna get you. Um, I mean, I don't Would you know. say that's what it is? Like, have you always experienced, like, a lot of uh, jealousy towards it, you? No, it, it just started when I did TV. Like, oh, um, got and it. That's okay. what was so hard because I never even, I, I never even knew how it felt not to be liked. Like, because in real life, I, you know, I've never really been in the public, so I never had people judge me that don't know me. Yeah, I only had the people that are around me that get to know me. That you know, you know, people that really are are, are there, like have their opinion of me, and that would always be accurate. 
or like to I felt like to who I really was so yeah mm-hmm. when they judged me on what they saw on TV and it was all this bad stuff um, I was like oh, I was really really hard and it's crazy because people hold on to things for ever first episode yes. to all the way oh to my God. It, you know, and to was... all the bad things you did too and people don't let that go and they keep putting it putting it putting literally it. but it made me you know it made me become stronger exactly. grow thicker skin and all that stuff so yeah, now you got a book. Another thing, I'm not mad at the <laughs> fact that people hated me because it made me, you know, just become tougher. Yeah, and I guess, you know what? It's an opportunity when you're done doing shows like that to just evolve mm-hmm. and like grow, you know, because I'm sh- now you're like in a complete different phase of your life. Mm-hmm. You're a mother. Yeah. You know, and you now you could expand your brand even bigger when you're a mother right. because you actually could relate to that. Like, I oh, can't yeah. wait to be a mom. Seriously. I'm gonna- <laughs> oh, it's the best. You it's, have to, like, you make have motherhood look super down. easy. <laughs> She's like with her fly pants. You have the kind of body that just bounces back, huh? I think so. <laughs> you know, because women ask me all the time, what is like, what do you do? Like, you have to share with us. And I do have to say I am very active. I'm, you know, not just working out. I don't go to the gym every day. Like maybe three times a week I work out, but I, I don't go hardcore like you would think. I just am nonstop doing stuff and always active especially now that i have kids and the crazy mm-hmm. thing is i always tell women like actually i i've ha- had a better body since kids than before what? i always struggled with you know weight up and down and then since i had kids it's been easier i i don't even feel like i have to put that much into it but Dang, it's just, really? you're just staying active chasing yeah. them yeah. <laughs> and, now, and them. also i cook for them now and like you know yeah it's i don't know what it is but i've it, it I feel like I am my best shape since I had kids. Well, you do a lot of yoga, right? I, I do. I saw that you do a lot of I yoga. Do. I was like, oh, dang, I girl, do do a lot of poses. Yeah, I'm very much into <laughs> yoga. I love it. It's like, it's like a lifestyle thing. Yeah. Yeah. How but, did you yeah. get into yoga? You know, I started actually. People always ask me, "How do I begin? How do I start?" Corey, give me one second. Oh, and you know what? I noticed, but hold on. Before you going back to your yoga, but you talk to your daughters in German, right? Oh yes, can I you, have to. Can you can tell her something? It's my it's my erste Sprache. Corey, du musst kurz warten, okay? Ich mach dir gleich was an, aber du musst kurz warten, bis ich fertig bin. Oh, oh God! Oh God! She's a girl. I just told her she has to give me a moment minute and wait because she's like. She and she's a girl and g- girls so hardly ever make me I'm a gay man so I was like oh my god like, ah! I, I love languages languages are amazing Good, and it's yeah. smart to, it's smart to teach your kids that That's it's the I best like, thing I wouldn't have it another way like people always ask me do you teach them German oh my god I'm like of course. I mean, yeah. Duh. <laughs> I mean, your your child is bilingual. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people when you think of bilingualism, you think English and Spanish. I think just because those are the most dominant <laughs> languages in mm-hmm. across the world, I yeah. guess, right? In my world at least, right? Because if I lived in Japan, I probably wouldn't say that. Well, surprisingly, <laughs> but, I got by with Spanish in Germany when I was over there. I was oh, like, you did? Yeah, I did, surprisingly. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that, that was back surprising. in like 2003. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2003. So Wow. Yeah, so, um, but I, I love that you are making it yes. a point to make your daughters bilingual. Absolutely. It, but knowing more than one language is always a plus, you guys. It is. Mm-hmm. Whether it's German, English, Spanish, whether yeah. it's jazz. Sometimes I wish that I knew how to speak uh, what is it? What most of the nail ladies? What are they like from Taiwan? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> don't you feel? Don't you feel, girl, when you go to that to get your nails done? Well, thank God Mandarin, now my nail girl is a Latina. Yeah. Now I'm giving my business to a Latina. You know because I always feel like you go get your petty, but they're talking shit, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> what are they feel right? Like all the everyone in the building right now is like nodding their head, like yes, because mm-hmm. I'm like, what? And then they're like, you're so pretty, and then you're like, what did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing, nothing about you. Nothing. No. No. Because Five dollar cash remover. You're trying to plot a way on how to oh get more money out of me. Okay, shoot. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you need, you need waxing? No, I do not want you to see my snatch. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. Amina, what's your favorite part about being a woman? Because you seem like very fashionable. Oh, I love it. I just what's love your favorite everything part? about being a woman. Like I don't know. I. You can you get to watch in a second. Uh, my favorite favorite part about being a woman is that I think being a mom now I, that we're able to be moms and like birth babies and I think now since I've done it 
twice. <laughs> it's like, it's so amazing. It's like changed my life so much for the better. Oh my God. See, I've, I've had baby fever for two years. And when I hear women talk like that, I'm and like, it's not oh, easy. I have to I'm say, because people that. always say, oh my God, it looks so, you make it look so easy, but it's not. I go crazy. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, days where I'm like, oh my God, this is too much. And I just wrote a song about that too. Like the struggles of being a mom, especially a single mom, how, you know, what I am now. Um, but, it's, I would still never want to change it. It still yeah. gives me so much more um, to where it's like, I just am a happier human since I have had kids. Oh, yeah. I love that. We were just, just talking I, about that in the car, I just, too. Yeah. I, like me, I want that. I just got to find a husband. Right. <laughs> like, like that is yeah, that's that. goals. That is mm-hmm. goals. I need to find a husband because I feel like a lot of us women we cut ourselves short by doing the like uh, everyone just does it like gets pregnant and then you're like damn why did I have a kid with this guy and then yeah. it's like it kind of seems like it's backwards sometimes and I'm not judging it at all because mm-hmm. everybody does it how it works for them but I kind of want to be old school and I want to get married first and then I want to get pregnant and yeah that's nice I just, that's I'm not. Like trying to be the only one that gets up at three in the morning to change diapers. Like, cabron, <laughs> you're gonna get up and help me. Like, we're gonna be a team. You know, I know that I, I I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, like I I've always since I've my babies were born, I've done done it all. I've done everything. I've I've taken care of them. So it's like you're super. Even though yeah. it's not fair that I have to do it alone, I feel like I don't mind. Yeah, it's right. like I feel so good about it. I mm-hmm. feel makes me feel powerful. It makes me feel strong, and yeah, it's those. It's looks. not the ideal situation. I didn't want to be a single mom, but it is what it is now, and I'm making the best of it. And I'm not mad that I that I'm doing it because it makes me feel good. Yeah, you're taking yeah. care of a life. I mean, Dang. it's amazing to watch it grow. <laughs> I can't wait the one to be pregnant one day. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> I want to Oh, pregnancy is another thing. I oh hate my gosh. it. You hated it? <sighs> okay, times. coming back, we're going to talk to Amina about how much she hated pregnancy. And I also <laughs> want to talk to you guys about um, what Apple is doing to better represent people with disabilities. I think it's pretty, it's pretty smart. Mm. Or some people might get offended because, you know, the Lord knows everybody gets offended for everything nowadays. Exactly. We're coming right back on <laughs> Risky. Yo, hola, yo soy Juan Rivera, and you're listening to Risky with Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play.it. Let's get it. Welcome back, guys, to Risky. We're talking to our girl, Amina Butterfly. Uh, if you're just tuning in, actually, no, you've been listening to the interview. We know this. That's my <laughs> that's my traditional radio, uh, bringing people right back. Exactly, right? literally. I'm forgetting that this is a podcast, and it just, like, lives. It lives <laughs> on, you know? <laughs> Completely different from radio. Completely different. Yeah, it's like amazing content. Uh, So Amina Butterfly, a musician, author, fitness enthusiast, celeb mom, beautiful woman. And you you have very, um, I could tell you practice yoga. Your your vibe is very, um, you you just seem very in tune. Yes. With what you're doing. And I think, because I do kundalini yoga. And I need it because I just need anything to calm me down. Mm -hmm. Because I'm super hyper all the time. Um, And it's because I don't have, this is why I want to have kids. Because I'm like, I want to put that energy Mm -hmm. into chasing. And like, yep. like cooking with them, and I always visualize myself when I have kids. Like, I want to sit my kids on the counter and be like, "Okay, today we're making sweet potato baby food." Oh my food. god, you're gonna be such a good, mom. you know? I and like, tell. and just get a blender and be, "Mom, what are you doing?" Like, okay, we're making homemade food like this because I love home. I love eating at home. Yeah, and you know, great. a lot of times we have to eat out because lunch meetings or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if I could eat at home every meal, I would. I love that. I do that too. I mostly at home. What do you are you are you vegan or do you just I'm watch what not, you eat? Or? I literally eat whatever I feel like, whatever I want. But I am I am health conscious. I mean, I like to eat healthy. It makes me feel better, you know. Yeah. So I yeah. always like I eat bad stuff, like you know, burger, pizza, and stuff, but not all the time. Like every now and then. So, yeah, you treat but when yourself. I'm home, it's like oh, more like yeah, it's like healthy stuff. Like I. I literally like recently started making lots of salads and posting it on like social media, and now I have all these women asking me how I make it because it really looks really good. <laughs> and it's just a simple like dressing that I make from scratch, like literally, like it's really easy. Um, 
but um, I really like oh, like to post what I make for my kids, and they eat like they prefer the healthy stuff I make to like the bad stuff. Yeah, that's good though. And You're training them to yeah. to have that palate. You know, mm-hmm, they like it. It tastes good, and yeah. I so. feel like like I I see a lot of parents with their kids. They're like, oh, take out the onion, take out the tomato. They don't like it. And growing up, my dad, I'm a great eater because mm-hmm. my dad would be like. If if it's on the plate, that's you, what you're gonna yeah, eat. Yeah. And if you don't want to eat, then you're not gonna eat. And yeah. that's just like so. There was no option. There was no <laughs> exactly. like take out the onion, take out the. And my yeah. dad's like, you eat it or you don't eat. And we were like, oh, well, we eat. Right. And <laughs> you know, so <laughs> yeah, now yeah, now I see it. parents. You know, and I don't believe in forcing you to eat something you don't want to eat, but. I, I don't know. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Because I feel like when you give your children all you grow, all they grow up with is like almond milk. Right. They're not going to know the difference. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like my kids sometimes because they, you know, of, of course, their kids, they like all the sweets and chocolate, especially my, my older one. And sometimes she doesn't want breakfast. She wants like a cookie or something. <laughs> you know, I, I'm like, no, like you're going to eat your food first. Like, and then maybe you can have something like because it's like if you just because I it's so hard sometimes to say no to your kids especially when they're like so sweet and cute Cute. like now she's getting older she's able to tell me I love you and sweet things and in the morning it's 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 always super nice in my house just me and the girls like um, but um I you know I have to say no with things like that like when she wants something that is just uh, absolutely I'm very like nice about it so I let them have what they want pretty much all the time but I do, <laughs> be careful I do because say, it, those are the times when I say no when it's really like yeah you know, I'm like, she's probably like or like ice cream instead of lunch no. <laughs> oh and my her daughter's gosh. like yeah. her daughter's like well if I say I love you then I'll get a cookie yeah. <laughs> I love you ma <laughs> yes oh my god they, they know the tricks now but I love that no so um, did you guys hear I wanted to share with you guys something that Apple is doing so they are trying to be um, they're trying to represent people with disabilities, right? So a proposal was sent to the Unicode Consortium. It's a, the nonprofit organization that sets the global standard for emojis. Mm-hmm. The company is basically advocating for 13 new emoji additions. And um, so they, they propose emojis that include a ear with a hearing aid, a person in a wheelchair, a prosthetic arm, a service dog, and a person with a cane. So mm. there's, what do you guys think about that? Because I guess they want to become more like inclusive. They, inclusive. Yeah. They want to. So it's like, okay, are they? Is the like the LGBT community gonna start vouching for like emojis of two men? You know, and mm-hmm. so oh, we, we have that. It, it really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> I, have have my, I have my unicorn. I have my pride flag. Too. I have. Yeah, no, I, I have think that. on the iPhone too. I have. There's two men, two women. Two, two, I think two men and a baby, two women and a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe, right. I maybe I haven't explored my emojis enough. Does Sorry, Apple, you're behind. <laughs> <laughs> no, so basically, um, Samsung, Apple, Apple wrote show me up. <laughs> in a proposal, uh, diversifying the options available helps fill a significant gap and provides a more inclusive experience for all. So, But I don't know about, like, what's... Well, what's the like? What are you gonna? Send? What's the point for somebody like for the hearing aid and or, or for the the blind person? Like, I don't, I don't get it. And people will probably use that emoji just to make fun of them. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. That and then like limbs what and if, stuff like. Uh, right. If people are gonna use it for the wrong reasons. for the wrong reasons. You think Obviously, so? Yes. So you think mm-hmm. it's a bad idea? Well, it's just a proposal. The social media, social media. Look how bad it is. Everybody mm-hmm. loves the bad stuff, and bad stuff causes controversy. So I know. why not? And everybody gets like so sensitive for everything, mm-hmm. right? Okay, yeah. but did you, guys, did you guys also hear that supposedly um, birth control for men? is is gonna be a possibility in the near future hell yeah yeah a new study (laughs) she thought yes please yeah a new researchers found that the proposed hormone pill called dementadrolinin oh my gosh it's 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 effectively reduces testosterone and other hormone levels responsible for sperm production without any serious side effects so they're gonna be men with breasts (laughs) yeah I was going to ask, what are the side effects? Because exactly. that sounds like. I don't know, but the goal of this pill is to reduce the percentage of unplanned pregnancies, which is currently at 40%. But I'm thinking, you know what? I didn't <laughs> already envision this being a problem because yes. men are going to think, well, I'm taking birth control. I don't need a condom. 
Yeah. And then you're going to go out there and you're going to be spreading nasty heebie-jeebies. If if Uh. it doesn't produce testosterone and it it suppresses it, then obviously it's going to enhance the estrogen, which is going to give the man boobs and then also limp dick. So (laughs) they're not going to be able to get it up. So I don't think there is going to be a problem. With guys trying to procreate. What do you think about this? I mean, I just think the male birth control, they probably wouldn't take it. I I, I don't know. Um, I think it's a, it's a great idea. I love the idea that I can't why imagine. Why do we have to? Well, girls man. have so much kind of like like you guys have like uh, something an uvo ring. You have yeah, this little this little tea thing that goes into your little. It, yeah, it, I had Uthra. a thing in my I arm. I had a like patch. a patch. Yeah. <laughs> do those patch things work? I had a. I, I don't know. If, I don't think I had the patch. I had a. St- Literally a stick, like in my arm, for three years. A stick. What the stick? It's like a (laughs) a form of birth control. It was like a plastic, like a a match, basically that size. That's weird. And they implanted it in my arm. That's birth control. (laughs) I never heard of that kind. Was that in Germany? Yep. Oh, I was gonna. What kind of feel weird? It's worldwide. Um, No, it just you know hurt a little bit when they put it in, but then for three years I was good. Really? I well, I was on birth control for a, I was on birth control for like ten years, but it was a pill, mm. and I never I forgot to take it. Like, <laughs> oh, I, was, I would always forget. I was that girl <laughs> that I was like, look, I am not trying to set you up. Like, to, um, you know what I mean? Like, if we're gonna get pregnant, it's gonna be like a mutual thing. But I never skipped the pill. I was good. Wow. I was good. So I, but I think years. if I would have gone the shot, maybe I know a lot of girls that got pregnant on the shot. Yeah. Man. <laughs> 10 years of birth control. I was like, my mom's like, you better get off of it if you want to have kids one day. And I'm like, I've been off of it and it's still not happening. <laughs> it's going to happen when it, it needs will, to happen, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. When I least expect it. That's what everybody tells me. And then those twins are going to pop right out. Ooh. I want to have twins, Amina. Oh my God. You know, I am a twin. You, you are? are? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An identical? My twin sister identical, yeah. She used to be Girl, in the group you guys are with killing me. It. So some people remember like uh, when I was in Black Butterfly, she was one of the group members and yeah, we and she now moved back to Germany, but she's like, you know, we used to be very, very like close, living together all our lives, working together, you know, being being in the group. So up until we were like twenty seven years old, we did everything together. Except oh, so dating what? guys. So that's so yeah, in, in the not. YouTube videos, that's your sister. Yep. I thought that was like a dub of you. No, like, oh, yeah, there's two of them. Everyone's <laughs> like, people think we look exactly alike. To me, we were so different, but yeah. So, look. I mean, they say identical twins feel each other's yes. pain and emotions. Is that she, true? Yeah, absolutely. Can you tune in with her in Germany? Um, It's like, like our birthday is coming up in April and like we've spent... Uh, we always spend our birthday together. She's actually coming to visit next month. So, um, there was like two years in our 34 years of life <laughs> that we weren't together and we both like had the worst like we both cried Aww. not knowing that the other one was crying too but like we <laughs> were like just um you felt each other's that, emotions yeah yeah. We, yeah and then she knows how i feel at all times like about things yeah when she's not there like i tell her something that happened and she she knows like it's like she's almost like like the your same, twin soul. Yeah, exactly. It's like a soul that got separated. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. what my mom says. Like, we were we were one, and now it's like... Isn't it like twins, like, from the same sack or something? Like, for identical twins, aren't they? Like, something the same like sack? That. Yeah, yeah. Same sack, and then, like, they, they're from the same chromosome, and then they, it separates, it separates, but yeah. they're in the sack still. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's amazing. That yeah. So, anyways, I mean, <laughs> in my dream, and my vision, I want to have twins. And even yeah. if they're like a lot to handle, yeah. I just want to have That's twins. Beautiful. And I, but I, I want them to be a boy and a girl. Oh my like God. I already ordered <laughs> it to your, the universe. Oh. I'm just waiting for it to <laughs> deliver. And I already have their names. It's gonna be with an R because we're gonna keep the ah, R going. What if, what if you turn out like Octomom and have like seven kids? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> oh god. No, but I have to say I love it. I love being a twin. Growing up, I hated it. I didn't oh, like why? it because when we were young, when we were kids in school, like it's just everyone always looks at you as one together. It's oh. like you're not an individual. So, and I, you know, when we were in our 20s, like, I was the one that started kind of separating myself, doing things alone, um, you know, creating alone. And that's how she kind of felt left out. And that's why, actually, the separation was harder for her um, than me. Because, I don't know, naturally, I just, I'm the more outgoing twin. I'm mm. the older one, four minutes older. Um, four I've minutes always, older. I've always <laughs> been, no, but I've always been, like, the leader of the two twins. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I just hated being put in, you know, being together. Like they, oh, it's always like the twins, the twins, the twins. It's never like you're a person. 
So I wanted to be my own. Yeah, so you broke out. Yeah. You're like, I am leaving Germany. Right. I'm leaving. I am out. Okay. So what type of yoga do you do you practice, Amina? Um, now all kinds of different styles. I like to try new ones, but I, I started doing something that's called Bikram yoga. It's oh, hot. The hot oh, yoga? That's yes. the one that you and took me to. that's how I started. Yeah. It's, and literally it's almost the most intense one where it's like, if you've never done it and you go, you're like, oh no, this is not for me. Like, this is the first thing you think. Like, I can't do this. Like, it's so intense. It's even hard to just be in the class for 90 minutes because exactly. it's a 90 minute class. And most people, they after one or two times, they like, but I just stuck with it because, you know, during it's horrible, but after I would feel, you feel great. amazing, you feel so, so flexible. I, and I'm like, so just like determined when I want to do something, I do it. So I kept doing it. And the more I did it, the more addictive it became. And it was a time where for like two years straight, I would do it like four times a week. Like, But that's good. Man. And I felt I great. wish that stuff is hard, though. Remember that class oh that you, you took me to? That, yeah. That day that your car got broken, got broken into? into? Yeah. And oh, then wow. I swear to God, I took that class with her. She was like, she's like, just breathe, breathe in through your nose. Breathe in through your nose mm-hmm. and let it out. I was like, okay. And you know what's funny? I swear to God, I was going to faint. I was, yeah. It was that bad. It was it so is. bad. You know what's funny is during that class when my car got broken into, I had a feel. I was like, something told me go check on your car. And like, for real. <laughs> all of a sudden, it, she's no, no, I'm serious. Like, follow your gut all the time because I didn't. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. And when I when we went outside, after being zen and in like the yoga <laughs> vibe, I went outside and my, like, my alarm car l- were flashing. And I'm like, wait. Oh, no. And I looked and sure enough, Thank God my wallet was in the trunk, but mm-hmm. my whole purse was gone. Yeah. It was like the worst feeling of violation. But like the chunk of your purse is your wallet. And it was in my trunk. So I was like, all the good, wow. important stuff wasn't gone, but everything else was gone. And I was like, <laughs> 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 like, have you ever been in a moment? Like, what's your advice on? Do, are you that kind of person that follows your gut all the time? Because I feel like that. Especially women intuition vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just... I do, um, but I will, haven't been that good at it when it comes to men. <laughs> <laughs> Are we but all? I normally do. Yeah, I feel you. but you know when it's love is a different thing. You're it's a lover, nice. huh? Yeah. Mm. Oh my god. And I'm, I'm not mad at it, but it's caused me a lot of like suffering <laughs> because I'm just like really. Yeah, but eventually it'll come through. It'll come through. When yeah, it happens, but it happens. It doesn't mean that I'm like stupid and all these things that right. I, that is has been my um reputa- or my image for a long time that I'm just dumb, 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 dumb. Well, obviously but you're not. You have like I just yeah, love. You have that I book knew I was aware of what I was in. You know, it's just that I was struggling getting out and yeah. How, mm-hmm. how many times have you been married? Just once. Just, yeah. You and how long have you been single for? Now two years. Two years. You know, I just recently got out of a relationship. Seven months it's been. Mm. And um, I'm, you know, now I'm like kind of just like finding my groove, you know, finding oh, yeah. my way. So I'm sure Good. I could imagine like two years. That's quick. Well, it took me, it took me literally till recently till I finally feel like I'm over it. And it's so amazing. The yeah. Feeling. Of just, I feel like, like free, like. It was so, it took me two years, yeah, for for sure. And um, I moved away and I tried to like just drastically make a change. It was the right thing, you know, I can say, but it was so hard. My I was pregnant. I moved from New York to L.A. alone, pregnant with one toddler. <laughs> um, and the first year was was really tough. Yeah, you literally hauled ass across the nation. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting away. Right. Yeah, Sometimes you have necessary. to. Yeah, yeah, you do. It was. I don't think if I would have stayed in New York, I, I think things would be different. And I feel good about the move Your move. Now, yeah. And how long have you been in L.A. for? Two years. And are you loving it? Yeah, I love it. The more I'm here, the more I don't want to leave. And your music <laughs> career, is that... You're, it's you're starting good. up again, yeah, right? Yeah, I had a uh, <clears throat> little bump with that, too, because just because I wasn't inspired, and I'm, like, a real, like, all of our artists, I write everything. I play guitar and piano, and I have to be part of the process of making yeah, the music. Right. And, like, True when artists. I, when I was artistry. in that you know heartbreak um phase and i was like me i should just turn to music and i should just make it into i couldn't i was so depressed i was so heartbroken i couldn't even be creative and that was another thing that made me even more depressed and i literally had to like go see a therapist and like about that because the only thing that would always help me in those kind of situations would be music and writing and i yeah when i couldn't even do that it was like kind of like the lowest low and um oh wow to get back get that inspiration back i just had to take a break and take time and which i did i didn't force it because people would always tell me oh my god you need to just make music just put music out you need to focus on that and 
I just couldn't. So I stepped back until I felt inspired again. And it came back. Um, it's just like, I feel like time heals is the only thing that really heals. Me. Yeah. So. You know, when when I first was going through my breakup, everybody was just like, just give it time, Roxy. Just give it time. And it's so mm-hmm. hard to even hear anything when you're yeah. heartbroken, right? Yep. And you're, But now I could say, and I'm like just seven months, I'm just like, time is it. Yeah, It's it like is. major key right, right there yeah. to... Anything like even the way the body heals, it is your heart heals, like emotionally, you heal, and yeah, that's a beautiful thing. We had Tori Hart on like our previous um podcast, and she was, you know, she her her comedy career is booming too, but she was saying herself, like, when I try to do certain things, like, I was bitter over Mm -hmm. her breakup, and she had to heal, she Mm -hmm. had to heal, she had to dive into herself, and now everything is booming for her Mm -hmm. because. You really got to like, when all else fails, it's so important to just like go Absolutely, within. Absolutely. Yeah. Like what is, what's going on, girl? Like check right. in. You just got to right. clear With your you. energy and make yep. sure everything's aligned. That's what it is about, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Dang. I love yeah. it, girl. No. So we were on our way in. We were listening to your music. Oh, good. And there's, there's a song on your website. Is okay. it, uh, what is it called? It's a, uh, hold on. I, I was listening to this one. More, um, more than you. My last, yeah, that's that's a project I put out last year when my book came out. I made like a, it's almost like a soundtrack. It's like an EP made out of five songs <laughs> that are all acoustic, just piano and vocal. And that was the time where I was too depressed to create. But those songs, most of the songs on the EP, they were already written. So I was like, let me just put them out. They never came out. More than you is one that. That it was I deep. made, yeah, that yeah. I made after I felt like, you know, I'm accepting that I can't be with this person. But I I wasn't over it. I was just accepting it, trying to work on, on, on healing. So that's when more than you happened, realizing that, you know, I'm, I am better. I deserve something more. And more than you. So yeah. the song is about like deserving more. Yeah, more than the, than that, that situation that I was in. Like, and I know that, and I've I've always known that, but it was just I was you know. I, and I she went have, through two years, right. and now she's here, and she's back to. Isn't it funny? <laughs> I, I feel like that's like the human experience, yeah. man. Like when you know, you kind of know ahead of time. Like yeah. even when you get before you could even mm-hmm. get deep, and you're looking at a situation, you're like, "Damn, I know it's not good for me." Like you know, yes, yes and you, you still know. go forward, <laughs> and you're like, "What the like?" <laughs> What the hell yes. am I doing? And it's so funny because you know? she like, has she has a right. book and she has the soundtracks to it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon it's gonna be on Lifetime, girl. You're gonna have that oh Lifetime my God. movie. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Lifetime presents. No, but to me, love like it's really like uh, it has been. It's really an addiction. Like it's oh been my to gosh, me. you're speaking my language. It like it's like I needed help. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, so now this is why, like, I, I think addicted. I feel like being single for women like us is so important because. You know, as as much as we are strong and yeah. focused and all that, sometimes we just gotta like rediscover, true, evolve, and forgive ourselves for you know mm-hmm. like the patterns are are because it is an addiction, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I've come to the conclusion like I'm not afraid to be alone because I've been alone when I did right. radio in Chicago, but I love companionship. Me too. I, truly I used just to love always it. say uh, you know, especially when I'm in a, in a relationship, I'm like I don't. I don't like being single. I like being with someone. Like, I don't want to be, you know, but now that I am. And then when you're with them, you're like, damn, I'm over you. But now that I am, you know, with with nobody, I feel really, really good. And I I just, it's like when you're in something, like, it's hard to see Mm -hmm. that. Yes. But now you have the kids, though. So the kids kind of fill that void, you know? That's true, too. They do fill that void. You have that companionship now. So you're, you know, it keeps you busy. Yeah. The only thing I have are two big ass pit bulls. And me, and you, but you're not—you're not like a little kid and that's like exactly. tugging on me. If you're a man, I would marry you, but you're not. Ah, wow! <laughs> and you know what? You have a real exotic look, so I'm sure in LA you break necks, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah but it's weird. Like you, you know, mean? in New York, it was much more crazy. That West Coast guys are laid back, right? Yeah, a little too laid it's, back. Uh, it's almost weird to me. Like you're like, uh, <laughs> I want to see some aggression. I want to see something. <laughs> yeah, New York is more aggressive for sure. But, but don't as a, as a woman, don't you appreciate? I like. I think like fellas, we're trying to give you free game here. Okay, like take <laughs> notes. Women love when you could approach us and just like not try too hard and just like speak your mind. Like I, yeah, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. I just I find that with West Coast guys not all of you guys don't take it personal but just I don't know 
be 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 more ballsy in be situations. Aggressive. I agree. Be, be, I be aggressive. a little bit more ballsy and like take a <laughs> chance and don't try to be something you're not. Yep. Yeah. Because eventually it's gonna come out. Like what? Mm-hmm. You were threatened this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> if you have kids, like don't hide them. If you're in a relationship, say oh, you yes. are. Like be honest. You know. Uh, Seriously. Exactly. So Amina, yeah. so far, like your experience in LA dating, are you just? You're not. You in- know, I haven't really just because since I've been like finally feeling like I'm over it, like you know, I'm yeah, my my myself again. I've just been like so focused on getting my new album ready so i really haven't even gotten to dating yet and that's coming out when uh, mother's day mother's day yes and the title is mother Ooh. <laughs> and you know most of the songs are really inspired by motherhood motherhood and just what i've been through and it's all about you know i wanted it to be about the place that I am now and it's um, all talks about you know growth strength positivity and independence and like all that stuff that people didn't see in me when I was on TV like but I really feel that now so I wanted it to be you know I wanted the album to be about that and um, represent who I really am and who I am now so yeah mother so how many songs it's 12 songs 12 songs yeah how long did it take you to work on that album to complete it it? you know literally like it took a year because I took my time and I'm now I am a single mom so I don't have the time to like be in the studio every day like I used to do before I had kids like you know every day working in the studio you can make an album in a month or two months but I literally had Take to your go yeah. step by step and song by song and I recorded like so much over this past year but I'm only using you know the top 12 songs that I feel are are best for this album and it's actually my second full album I put out one in, in 2015 which was my music um, it's it's still out on iTunes um, but this is my second one and I feel my best one yet and you know you always feel like it's your best but I I really like it. it's 75% produced by me oh really and, and it's, I coming, was about out, to it's ask coming out when Mother's uh, Day Mother's yeah okay. so and then I have a song um Called Love My Life that I'm dropping on my birthday, April 18th. Yeah, Ooh. I was about to ask you. Love My Life is yeah. you love you just you're, you seem to be in a good place. I, yeah. I, I so I'm really not even comparing it to you on Love and Hip Hop because I never good. saw good. those seasons. I'm happy yeah, that, yeah. So you just get like the, I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm comparing it to, but the <laughs> energy that I feel. <laughs> yeah, now? the energy that I feel from you and just meeting you, I just feel like you're in a good place. I am. Clarity. I am, and um, Love My Life is something that I I. Never used to say before I had kids, but since I had kids, I can say that, and I really feel that. Yeah, Aww. it's funny. I was so, just talking to, to the homo homie on the way, and I was just like, it seems like when women have children, like that, that really does become your new identity, like yeah. that role of of I'm giving you and teaching this little human being oh like God, how yeah. to be the most amazing human being possible, mm-hmm. right? Like, what a responsibility and what an honor. Yeah, right. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. fever is real you guys well I'm going through it with my Jeez. knees and sometimes it's not cute and sometimes it is so. yeah when they're in their teenage moments right? oh my gosh so yeah. Amina how can people follow you on social media yes at Amina Butterfly it's Amina B-U-D-D-A-F-L-Y Butterfly is spelled a little and I, I was checking out your Instagram girl your Instagram is pretty lit yeah I mean I just I'm share, sure your like, DMs are crazy sometimes huh they are I don't actually open all of them but i don't do scroll through sometimes because sometimes it's like business stuff in there you know yeah mm-hmm. you know what Can we had funny? a social media um what guru. carlos Gil, carlos uh, yeah he was in here he's like a social media guru and mm-hmm. he you know he makes his money off of it and he was talking about how the dm dms are the lobby of a of a hotel He's like, <laughs> and, and he goes, I say, because, yeah. you know, you you network and you meet people and you're like, oh, you know, you know, just yeah. being business. Right. And he was like, so I know you might not want to go into your DMs, but sometimes you get business opportunities. Mm-hmm. So check your you DMs. Never know. You the love of your life might be there knocking. Like, I think Wiz <laughs> Khalifa and Amber Rose met through Are Twitter. Really? Yeah. Right. Like Wiz reached out to her or something about some glasses and they met. <laughs> had a kid. My God, I get so many men literally like in my DMs. Oh, my. Like, Have any just, celebrities any celebrity men like girl let me take you out boo <laughs> she probably really. does but she's not gonna tell us I, I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah. good girl good, good job. job good I don't job put nobody. yeah but no so many men but then i 
I, I sometimes you know open it, sometimes I click on it, but it's always a private profile. I'm like, I wouldn't I even. Hate why that. would I answer to you if I can't even look at exactly who you are? Dang, right? one point seven million followers. <laughs> Snap, yeah. I love it. Anyway, so follow my girl Amina Butter, like Butter, 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 B U D D A. F-L-Y. F-L-Y. <laughs> yes, you got it right. I mean, she has a lot of, uh, is this your six pack? Oh my God. Yeah. Girl, ladies, we can learn. If, <laughs> if you're a mother and you want inspiration, you want to look good, you want to be flexible as hell, this girl is flexible. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, your I just next... love it. I love being fit and like feeling good. Yeah. FYI, if you really want a good salad recipe, she oh, really? makes a bomb oh kale God, salad. Gotta, gotta try that. Bomb. Yes, it's on my YouTube channel. So okay. you gotta oh, check definitely. it out. Uh, I, everybody check that hates kale tries this salad yeah, because kale's I'm not crazy about kale, but me I want to try it. Me either. So, but you put olive oil to soften it up, and Ooh, it's okay. so good. Is like it? you were gonna always want to have it in your fridge. We love you, Mama. Um, Corey, say hi on the mic. Corey, say hi on the mic. Say hi. This is no, this she's, is. She's like, no, oh, she's no. shy. <laughs> Anyways, baby, we loved having you on. Yeah. Good luck I on love being here. It's all your great. endeavors, and yeah, you do make motherhood look good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. My baby fever just went up like another it. level. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back on yes. Risque with Roxy and Ruby, but Ruby ain't here. <laughs> oh, my God. Dimolo, it's your boy, Young Hollywood, a.k.a. Bobby. We're here on Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby on CBS Play.it. And we're back. Welcome, guys, to Risque. And Amina was such a sweet girl, right? She was. Amina Butterfly. Honestly, Ooh. like, I went to the restroom right now with uh, Marie, our intern Maria, and I was like, man, Amina really makes motherhood look so easy, so effortless. Mm-hmm. You know, she bounced right back to her perfect body. and Her daughter was so cute. So cute. Like, I think if my, my sister always tells me, she goes, when you have kids, Susie, when you have kids, you're going to be a sucker with your kids. And I'm like, why? She's like, you're, it's going to be so hard for you to tell them no. <laughs> so and when, she was, when Amina was saying that, I was like, oh, my God, I wonder. I always wonder what kind of mom I'm going to be because you don't know. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. Until I always you have think, kids. Because you like your hyper energy, you know, you're very like, okay, I want this, this. is You're, you're kind of like structured sometimes. But you're going to get frustrated, too. I know you're going to be one of those moms that doesn't get really frustrated. You're like, oh, my oh. gosh. And like, that's because- Why don't you guys do this? I keep telling you. Like, what if you feed them healthy food, but then they start eating, like, the junk food, and they they don't really, they don't really want your healthy food? Well, I want my kids <laughs> to be balanced, too. I mean, I feel like I lead a pretty balanced life. I, yeah. Like, I eat good, but if I want a cheeseburger one day, I'm going to have it. If I want to <laughs> eat a pastrami sandwich from the hat, I'm going to have, have it. it. <laughs> if I want to eat some fried zucchinis with ranch... I'm, I'm gonna, gonna have, have it. it. <laughs> <laughs> like, but if I wanna eat plant based or if I wanna juice one week, I'm gonna like actually I'm gonna start juicing again this coming week. So Yeah. When was the last time you did like a detox, like a juice detox? Because I think a lot of people have this misconception when it comes to juicing. Uh-huh. Like, oh my God, I don't I think I would die if I only drank juice for three days. Well, and you're like, Well, look. Juices actually have more nutrients than yeah. a lot of these meals that you're eating. Well, depending on Fiber, depending on what you're drinking, though, you know, like like it, the green juices. Exactly, a lot greens. Greens are the way to go. Everything what, green is good. Yeah, that's the healthiest. Green is good. <laughs> Even money. <laughs> Everything green is good. But I did that. The last juicing I did was the coconut thing that I did. What the, was that? It was okay. It was you just take coconuts, baby coconuts. You cut them open and you you strain them. You know to get all the all the uh, the the bad stuff from the the meat out of the out of the um, water. And you put them in jars and you just drink it. You drink it. For, and what does that do for you? You drink it for lunch. I mean for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And in between, I ate kale. I you ate start tasting. Kale. Like coconut or what? Yeah, well, you, your body it starts it starts changing. It cleans it. It cleanses it because coconut is um, coconut water is is a, is a cleansing agent. Yes, and it cleans your body. So basically, like your art, like my armpits, they smelled really good. I didn't need do deodorant. My skin cleared up. Was a your lot was your better. was your sperm smelling like coconut? It was a lot wider, that's for sure. Really? <laughs> a lot wider. Fellas, go buy yourself a big-ass box <laughs> of baby coconuts so you could taste like coconut until you're growing. Then she might swallow. Mm-hmm. You can get them she at the might. L.A. market for $9.50 for a box of 10. Really? Yes. 
No joke. I oh, they even have patayas. Um, what do you call it? dragon fruit? Pitaya. Pitaya. Pitaya yeah. in Spanish. Dragon fruit. The oh my god, I'm obsessed fruit. with dragon fruit. Mm-hmm. But again, uh, if you go, if you go to Whole Foods and try to buy dragon fruit, they're like seven ninety nine. Yeah, each. they're and eight dollars. Like, expensive. Whole Foods is no joke. Yeah, I so go there I, like once in a while. So I, I, I go to big lots. I did that challenge for fifteen days. I lost fifteen pounds because it was a pound a day. Uh, that's all I was eating. Just. Eating and drinking, eating um, kale with uh, lemon and lime, and then a little bit of sea salt, not too much salt, and then also the uh, the, the uh, coconut water. You should do that again. You think you're due for a cleanse, Erica? And, yeah, I'm literally. You're due, due for, for a cleanse. cleanse. I mean, but, but I'll tell I you broke one thing. Out in I my face again, so I, yeah, I, I love seeing the homo homie eat. Like I, I, I have it. So this is a confession. This is my confessions. No, I have. You know, we all have like secret things that maybe people don't know about us, but uh-huh. I guess it's not going to be a secret. If I talk about but I have an obsession with watching people eat their food like mm. I, I, I zone in on it I'm just like and so sometimes I'll go to restaurants and I'm like staring at somebody eating not because I think they're hot but because I'm like oh my god they eat so good you're just looking at how they I enjoy their food huh? watching people eat mm-hmm. is that weird you do that to me all the time and I you're just, just like Erika that looks so good you, you just you make, make it so, so uh. <laughs> <laughs> does anybody else do that like am I the only one that Tamara do you have any Tamara any running our board <laughs> no like I don't know I don't you like watching people? I mean, I'm a people watcher too. I but like I to love watch watching people. people eat. I don't. I don't know. I just if I people watch is just to see reactions on their face. It's not so much eating or anything, no habits or anything. But I, I get a reaction when people like pick their nose. Like, oh, are they gonna pick their nose or you know? Just I don't know. It's just I feel like things. eating is just like a really sexual thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe like I, I since I enjoy cooking with fruits and like the other day. I made butternut squash soup. Oh, I right? saw that. And I went That's on my, the one that Susie gave you, right? Yes. That recipe. My sister gave me the recipe. And so I made butternut squash soup. But when you start like actually having a relationship in the kitchen with the food that you're creating, like you literally feel the butternut squash. And like I was like feeling like what a beautiful vegetable it is. But it looks like a big penis. <laughs> It's seriously. So I did an Instagram story. Big inflated penis. I did an Instagram story and I was like, you guys, like, have a relationship with your vegetables. Like, touch them, feel them. And all these nasty men were like, damn, Roxy. <laughs> and I'm like. You can go to her OnlyFans for the private <laughs> showings of the f- <laughs> fruit that she touches. I'm like, people have fetishes. and Or they, they, were, it, they were just tripping out. Cause, and I, I already know where people's mind went. But yes. I really was talking about, like, vegetables. Touch them. Like. Touch a cucumber, touch a, a watermelon, touch them. It's not just because they're in the shape of a penis. You know what's funny? Why, and I'm lacking why sex. People, it probably could be that. Why are people programmed to think like that? Like when they see people touching like big, like like you're holding that water bottle and they fucking get excited because it's it, they think of penis right away in, in your hand. Because we're animals. <laughs> we're animals. Hey, speaking of this, uh, did you hear that Craigslist is shutting down its personals section? What? Yep. Oh, they no announced for men. <laughs> on Friday that they're no longer operating the portion of its website um, that allows individuals to seek encounters with strangers. Because there's too much uh, what, like uh, prostitution? <laughs> well, no. They're saying that the move came two days after the Senate approved of bipartisan legislation called the Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act. Oh. So I guess what they started noticing is that there was just like a lot of sex trafficking transactions happening through yeah, that. Yeah, that's bad. Like, that's a good thing, though. It is a good yeah, thing. Yeah, that's a really good it thing. It is a good thing. And the House version already passed with overwhelming support and received an endorsement from the White House. So if that if that went through it, now I'm wondering about applications, like apps, like um. Our gay apps is like the grinder and the growler and I mean I think like with those apps if you're gonna meet people on apps like they're in the, listen um, anybody could create an app on those dating True. sites right and I mean are they really conducting background checks no. no. So you're really at your own risk. Exactly. For That's why, look, my <laughs> thing is this. If you're going to meet somebody on, a, on on an app and you're going to go meet up with them, you know, it could be in a public area or private, whatever you choose, however, whatever your situation is. But I would say my tip is send a picture of that person and an address of where you're going to be to a friend. Like, mm-hmm. hey. I'll call you like, Eddie, God, listen, this is where I'm at. This is who I'm with. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, <laughs> but I'm feeling like being wild. So I'm going to meet this guy at this public, you know, whatever. And show, send them like your location and their face because if something happens to you, at least that person will know exactly. that this is the yeah, last yeah. place she was at. This is the last text that I got from her. And, and this, this is, is the, the person that she was, she was with. with. Yeah. Because 
uh, sometimes we get we forget well it's to look out for ourselves it's funny i've had that app for years and grinder grinder i have it i probably grinder seems like it's one of those apps years. that everyone just is trying to grind on there yeah but for, well for me i've had i've had it i've had it but it, i mean i never the only time i've gone with somebody is twice that's it out of that whole time i've had this app i've only gone twice because basically they're all fake profiles and they're all ugly pictures like i met Ugh. that person i'm like what the hell this is not who you said you were like i think like a lot like, of people ca- a lot of people catfish on social media you know it's like, like and after that after that first one i was kind of hesitant about the second one but i did the second one anyways and i was like all right it would turn out pretty pretty good i mean it was a tooted and booted i had really tooted good sex and booted. <laughs> tooted, tooted and booted hey tooted and booted but i mean i don't feel the need for that i like personal interaction i like meeting people on the real like it's like oh it's amazing and one of my boys recently um i've been um stalking kind of somebody on instagram but are they stalking you (laughs) i don't know i hope so (laughs) well you kind of know who's looking at your stories you know what there's people that i want to stalk me but they're not so it's okay yeah it's okay that's all right i'm not what they say once you give it once you surrender to the almighty jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) no for real once you surrender that's when everything starts happening. Yeah. So just like for like, don't give up. Surrender doesn't mean you're giving up. No, you're no, just no, kind of no, like, yeah. look, just let it happen. Let it happen. Let it if it's meant to surrender, and it'll all come. Because uh, oh, one of my boys, he actually went on a date from this app, and he's like, dude, this girl straight up catfished me, and I'm like, why? <laughs> he's like, I saw her in person. And yeah, it was her. I could tell it was her face, but I was like, dude, that picture you have on your app <laughs> is like from 10 years ago. Yeah. You're way skinnier. You're a little chubbier now. And he's like, I felt cheated. Like, I felt like, what the hell? Lied like, to. why lie to? And he said that she was weird in person and just everything was just like, what am I doing? And he's still on this app. He's like, I have hope that I'm going to meet somebody one day. But he says it's happened to him several times where women post pictures of themselves that they're skinnier they're not who they presently why are why do they do that and i'm like, like it's retar- then why even be on the app if you're gonna meet somebody late like through be that app be, yeah be who you are be straight up before why because not? there's people out there that are catfishing they're stupid they're well, so lonely and desperate that they're who, to do wait, who's that person somebody. on social media the joan the scam artist right <laughs> there's a lot of scam yeah, artists there's out a there. lot of scam artists seriously so anyways craig's is shutting down his personal section so i i kind of think that's a good thing yeah honestly i i agree with that that's i go good. on craigslist to look for i actually found my chula my pit bull on craigslist <laughs> oh, really? yeah i found her on craigslist i don't know what the hell got it but i was like i saw her picture and i was like i want her i had a really and good furniture. massage massage um therapy through craigslist it turned it was supposed to be a half hour nude massage both both How of much? Us, both of us um it was uh what do you mean both of us it was 120 yeah he was naked i was naked so like it, yeah and he had his junk right there in the picture i was like oh that looks good all right so i was like okay so i took the uh, you know the opportunity of hitting him up getting the massage it was all the way like in out in torrance so i was like all right i'm gonna go all the way out out there and uh was it at, at his guy's house was a black guy yeah it was at his house it was okay a bla- it was a black guy and you went in there like a crazy mofo well he had the music and the incense on, so i was like okay might as well this looks legit oh my god he got he the oil could have been a death trap he got the oil and he was he's like okay go to the bathroom take off your clothes and, and then there's a row right behind the door and then you can go in the room right there with the candles and the incense and there's music playing and there was a, a the table you know the um the massage table yes. that they have laid out it was right there and he went he started going in on me he started rubbing me what was the point of a nude massage i mean what's the point of it i just wanted to see the dick <laughs> and then so like he eventually came in he got naked and i was like yeah that's real <laughs> i was excited have you ever seen a fake he penis was, and then when, well no a fake penis well you're like no. that's real like i mean they're all real no i thought it was gonna be you know how they like to enhance pictures sometimes can and you then, enhance a penis on a picture? Yeah, you can. Blow it up? Yeah, you can. Blow you can it make it bigger up. than what it seems. But other than that, when he was there, and it, like, oh my God, it was amazing. He was massaging me. I kept talking. I didn't shut up. For some reason, I was nervous. I'm like, shut up. And he really liked my conversation because we were talking about being Leos and this and this. We were relating to a lot of things. And actually, the, the it was supposed to be a, a, an hour massage, and it turned out to three hour massage. And then with the money that I gave him, he took me out to eat at Soup Plantation. <laughs> we love Soup Plantation. <laughs> but but he was rubbing me, and he came around, and then I was just feeling his penis right on top of my bald head. It was just like hitting it. It was like yes, yes. Oh my yes. god, these are the stories that I love to hear from my gay boys. <laughs> gay people have the craziest fucking and stories. And that was a nice nine incher. Let me tell you, thick, beautiful, black, and long. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, okay, so check this out, you guys. United, United Airlines actually offered somebody a $10,000 voucher for giving up her seat. And this girl, she live tweeted the whole ordeal. What? Yeah. So, um, wait, isn't that the same airlines that put that dog in the thing? Yes. Uh. Yes. So they're not even trying to get like any more negative press. Oh, okay. Sorry. So uh, United <laughs> Airlines allegedly offered uh, this girl priest $2,000 in travel credit and they try to get her to sign a document asserting that she had volunteered to give up her seat on the flight. Mm-hmm. But according to her, um, she asked for the cash instead. Okay, so eventually uh, United offered Priest a 10. So they offered her, she, yeah, she's like, no, just give me the cash, right? So they offered her a $10,000 travel credit, which she accepted. Wow. Yeah, because I guess they didn't like the whole idea of, of like, well, like. To trade it in for cash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we're just going to give you 10. So she was like, uh, yeah. I'll accept that real quick. Yeah. Right? I would too, shoot. Yeah. I was just like. Unlimited travel, bitches. I'm going to Miami. I'm going to New York. I'm going to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, but it's funny that nowadays you could capture everything on social media. You can get anybody like for anything. Nothing, any little thing. Nothing is private or sacred anymore. Mm-mm. You know, like that's why, like honestly, sometimes you're a little Big ridiculous and he got on social media. Sometimes. Like he wants to capture everything, every set, every movement, every foot. And I'm like, dude. Yeah, but then she thanks me later. Thanks. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, you caught that? There's... Oh my God, that looks so good. No. Oh my God, I love it. No, but considering <laughs> the fact that I do post a lot of stuff on social media, you know me real good. There's a lot of stuff that I don't post on social media. Mm-hmm. And it actually irritates me when people take out their phone for everything. I'm like, dude, what happened to but a private minute, life? But admit it, you get excited when I show you the results, right? Yeah, but. Okay, thank you. Who was asking for a video for the Dropbox? Thank you. Mm. <laughs> Come again. Bye. Oh Bye. my God, you guys. Listen, we love you guys. We will see you guys next week. This has been another episode of Risque. Bye, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.